and welcome back to The Trade is Right. Let's look at the next player that you could win. First up, we have center Andre Drummond from the Pistons. Um, I'm willing to give first round pick. I'll say a starter. Two role players. One dollar, one dollar. And it goes to you with the first round pick. Next we have D'Angelo Russell, a guard from Golden State. A starter. Hmm, two role players. Um, a first round pick. One dollar, one dollar. And it goes to you with the two role players. And finally, our special, special prize is the entire Knicks roster. Um, two role players. I, I guess I could give a starter. I don't know. I think they're worth about one dollar. We'll give it to you for one dollar. You were the closest. <laughs> Thanks for listening on The Trade is Right. And don't forget to get your pets spayed and neutered. And live from the South Carolinas, it's... Cardboard box seats. Cardboard box seats. Like that saxophone. Have you ever heard of an armchair quarterback? It means someone has an opinion but doesn't necessarily participate in the sport. But it also means that they care enough about the sport to discuss it and try to make it better. In our basketball world, we call this cardboard box seats. We see the game from afar like true fans, but we always show up with the same intensity as if we were at the games ourselves. We don't have the money or the connections like the other talking heads on TV, but we do have some ideas which might seem too out there, and honestly, we've got opinions which might change. Either way, we have fun, so come and watch the game with us from our cardboard box seats. Dang, I feel like we haven't just talked basketball in a long time. We've I had know. interviews back to back to back. Which has been great. I love having oh, yeah, interviews. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed hearing all the stories and all the fun times with like with Andy. He was a great the Lakers a great photographer. And, Jocko. And Jocko, yeah, yeah. He had a lot of stories from Golden State. That was fun. But it's, it's going to be different just to talk about basketball. Yeah. So. I guess to all those who've been listening uh, to the interviews, that's great. That's awesome. If you're hopping in uh, as we talk about kind of staying relevant and the trades and even some all-star voting, um, if you haven't listened to those interviews, they're, they're really good. You should. There's a lot of fun stories, especially the Lakers stories. There's plenty. And man, Andy Bernstein, it was great. It was great having him on. But anyway, let's stay relevant. What do we got first? Kyrie. He's claiming to be back. I mean, for now at least, we'll see. He does this thing where he'll play a little bit and then not play a little bit, and then he's injured when they go to the Celtics, but we'll see. I don't know. Is he back? I don't think he's back. Well, I'll say this. In, in regards to drama, he's back, because he's already called out all of his teammates. <laughs> what did he essentially say that? Despite having X, Y, Z, A, B, C, they need one more piece player. Right, oh, right. Okay, is, is that Kevin Durant? Yeah, he's on the bench. <laughs> So I will say he did come back for the game against the Hawks, which, I mean, you're going to come back against the easiest team in the league. Of course you're going to look good after that. So Sometimes you got to play with the bumpers on, man. <laughs> I guess that's true. Get <laughs> that handicap. Saying, yeah, get that handicap. But for whatever reason, his shoulder was bugging him. And like I believe a week before he played again, he said, I couldn't lift my shoulder. And then suddenly he can lift his shoulder. Hmm, coincidence? I think not. But it's crazy, though. I mean, he's leading in the East for um, guards, which is crazy for the fan votes, for the yeah, All-Star. Yeah, for the All-Star, yeah. which is wild. Because he's barely played, so. He, it doesn't matter. People love him. 
Which, I mean, might as well just jump right into that. What mm -hmm. do you think about the fan vote? I like it. I think it's pretty cool that the fans get to vote. I don't know. Sometimes I, I probably think a little more in detail about it, like team chemistry and if I don't like them and stuff like that. But I know a lot of people aren't thinking yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you have Alex Caruso, the meme lord, or Taco Fall, yeah. <laughs> the, the yeah. giant. Who are huge, like in the all-star votes right now. Yeah. So. Uh, and then Kyrie Irving, who hasn't played probably half the season thus far yeah. due to whatever injury he came up with. Um, whatever he was hurting that, yeah. that day. <laughs> he had a headache. <laughs> it was his teammates. Hangover. <laughs> That's all it was. That's all it was. But yeah, Trey Young is leading... In the, the guards in the Eastern Conference, do you think that's do you think that's a good call for for him to be in the All Star? I, I mean, I think he's deserving. I think he's a great player, especially for the the Hawks right now. I mean, their star player. I think. Yeah, but the Hawks are the worst. Have the worst record in the league. I don't know. I, that doesn't. Yeah. Discount the fact that he's not a great player. I, I totally agree. I think and they probably a have a worse worse record if it wasn't for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. They would probably only have won seven games instead of eight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think uh, a lot of times when we think about the all-star voting, especially with fans, they're like, oh, yeah, who's put who's putting the team on their back and stuff like that? And Trey's a good example of that. But then you have Kyrie Irving, just kind of the stuff we talked about where people are just kind of throwing votes away. And I don't know. I could see it getting in the way of a lot of things. I try to remain unbiased when I'm yeah. talking about him, but it's very hard. So. Well, we had we both had Devontae Graham in there, and I guess that's kind of the same position. He's a, he's a great player, but he's on yeah. a bad team. Yeah, that's true. Not as bad as the Hawks, but... Ooh, got him. <laughs> Go Hornets! Go Hornets! <laughs> ooh, ooh. Alright, next up we got Blake Griffin ends his season. Ends his season. This was so sad to hear because he played his guts out in that uh, playoff series last year and then he finally worked to get back and get back and then the injuries just kind of beleaguered him when they plagued him. And yes, he did have a season-ending surgery um, and he's out for the year. Yeah, it's when crazy. He only played like 18 games yeah. this season and then his knee was hurting too bad so he just... Figured it was best to go ahead and end it. Well, I have the surgery. Oh, yeah, sorry. I meant... And he wasn't it. taking out the pasture. <laughs> R.I.P. We went off to the great asphalt <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> the big black top in the sky. Um, but, yeah, that really hurts the Pistons. It kind of puts them in the position where they now just really have to focus on rebuilding and can't make that playoff push. Yeah. And, which we'll talk about later... Trading on Trey Drummond yeah. because he's got one more year left. It's a play. This is his last year, and it's a player option. This would have been the time for the Pistons to kind of make a push, actually, kind of deeper in the playoffs with Blake and Andre um, and Derrick Rose, who just yeah. showed up. That's great. He's got like twenty plus games, multiple yeah. oh, twenty yeah. plus games. So that that definitely hurts them. But I, it's hard to think like, will the Pistons keep? Will they just try and make the playoffs and be like, okay, we made the playoffs. Andre, you want to stay? I mean, he's you got to be really appealing to want to keep Andre Godal. I mean, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond, yeah. He led the league in rebounds for like two plus, two, for two years. And he's on pace for this year as well. And he's so young, which is crazy. He's like 24. So he's got yeah. so many more like oh, basketball yeah. years ahead of him. So Absolutely. I'm sure he's... I don't think he's going to stick around with the Pistons. He's going to want to go to a, a team that appeals a little more. Oh, a yeah. high market team. Yeah. Which is going to be hard to get a good value out of value out of him, because he has a big contract from the the Pistons organization standpoint. But if he can just hold out and not be traded to another team or something like that, he can he can walk and get a big paycheck. Yeah. Anyway, Blake is leaving, but someone's coming back. Victor Oladipo is returning soon. He's looking to come back on January 29th against the Bulls. Yeah, and he's been out since he had that quad tear, mm -hmm. which has been crazy. I mean, yeah. 
I'm sure he's ready to come back because it's almost been a whole year, right? Whole season. Oh, yeah, almost. Yeah, he was definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to think the exact date, but it's close to a year. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be great to see him back on the on the court again. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to see how the Malcolm Brogdon Victor Oladipo combo really affect affects the the guard perspective in Indiana. Part of me wants him to take it slow, but the other part of me is like, let's go. Yeah, I mean they're kind of like middle of the pack right now, so they definitely. I mean, with him back, I can see them making a push in the east mm-hmm. to get higher and higher so yeah i mean i could see it happening and especially with the continual improvement with uh, sabonis and miles turner the sky's the limit sabonis is also he's on the charts for all-star voting which well is, he deserves it he does he yeah absolutely deserves it it's interesting in the role that he's kind of shifted him shifted himself into being more of a an old school center not really shooting the ball but really just focusing on defense rebounding just scoring yeah <laughs> i think I've said this before. I think that the trade to um, the Pacers for both Oladipo and Sabonis was the best thing that probably happened in their career. Absolutely. We didn't realize that at the time, but I, I mean, I knew like once uh, once we saw that trade, I'm like, okay, interesting. They got Paul George. Okay, great. Uh, but then Oladipo, he was a little bit overweight when he first came to Indiana, but he just got shredded. He lost all kind of that. Uh, kind of the pudginess out of him, and he just became super explosive and most improved player numbers. Yeah. It'll be good to see him back on the court because he's fun too. I hope he just doesn't like do that pregame ritual. Remember when he just kind of stared at the wall? That was a little silly. I mean, if it helps him put up monster numbers, I hey, say whatever. If, whatever floats your boat, Old Depot. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Another big name is returning. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Zion Williamson. I don't know if you can really call it returning because he's never even played an actual NBA game. That is a good point. <laughs> he um, he was out because he actually ate too many beignets in New Orleans. <laughs> and um, they decided, hey, you know what? We're, we're going to take a couple laps. We'll see how this is going. Literally a couple laps. Teach him how to rewalk, <laughs> yeah, rerun. Re- what? That doesn't make any sense. But I guess I don't even know. How you, do want, you-, you want those whole body movements. So I guess if like the problem's... With his gait, then they would want to analyze that. And, I mean, that's part of the reason his knee and then his ankle. So, like, if they can start from the top and just retrain everything, I oh, guess yeah. that's the way to do it. Start from the head and go all the way down to the toes. Yeah. One thing I will say is that he really didn't get injured or kind of had these recurrent injuries until Shoegate when his shoe exploded Ooh, while he was yeah. at Duke. And then after that, it's all been like, does he have a leg? I don't know. Because <laughs> Terminator. Yeah, exactly. Just just replace it at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the reports came out. He was relearning to walk, and that took two weeks. It, t- it took him two weeks to relearn. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Another thing that just came out is with a current kind of like a training regimen uh, is that he put on eight pounds of muscle in one week. Let me tell you this: when you put on that amount of weight, muscle, fat, whatever. Your ligaments don't grow that fast. So there's going to be, there's there might be an issue. There might be, like, he might need to learn how to walk again. <laughs> there's a That's probably why he's been falling asleep on the bench during the games. He's just so exhausted from working out and learning how to walk. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I heard in a podcast with J.J. Redick that when he was talking to um, Zion that uh, instead of going out with the friends and stuff like that on one of their off days, he was waking up early and staying up late, trying just in the gym trying to get better, which shows both his kind of dedication for rehab. But, I mean, those scoops of protein powder that he takes every hour on the hour. I guess so. <laughs> hey, parents out there, you need to take notes. If, if When you're learning, teaching your kids how to walk, just call the Pelicans. They'll yeah. help you. <laughs> Apparently they can do it in a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. So the crazy thing about his return is um, the Pelicans are playing the Spurs, and that got actu- actually got moved to a televised game. Mm. So they moved it, uh, moved it from 7 p.m. to 8.30 to, to make it a televised game on Fox Sports, which is crazy. To accommodate ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so sweet of The Zion effect. Yeah, the Zion effect. So, yeah, that... That is something. That is something. I'm excited to see him, uh, obviously, against the Spurs. Okay. They're kind of on a warpath recently. I always count out the Spurs recently. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Um, who would he face up against? I guess he would face up LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge, yeah. Oh, man. Old Buck versus the young yeah. Buck. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be <laughs> yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, that'll be an interesting matchup. I'm sure he'll be on restricted minutes, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. He no, probably no. won't start. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe he will, just to boost uh, jersey sales. Maybe. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Well, let's kind of look at the general kind of the overall standings real quick. So in the Eastern Conference, obviously, the the Bucks, the Heat, the Raptors, Celtics, Pacers are all kind of near the top. Kind of what we're surprised by is the Sixers are kind of on the lower side of the the top eight if the playoffs started right now. What do do you think is going on there? They've said before that they need a a shooter for the perimeter. So I think if they can manage to get that, maybe, and and with the trade coming up, maybe they're looking to trade some high-value players. Ben Simmons, I don't know. I, I definitely think that they're looking to trade Ben Simmons because he's afraid of everything beyond two feet away from the, from the basket. But I do know this this really good shooting guard in New Orleans, um, J.J. Redick. Oh. Yeah, he actually used to play for Philadelphia. No way. Really? Surprise, surprise. Looks like they need one now. <laughs> Way to go. They blew it. They blew it. But yeah, they're they're looking, they're actively looking in the trades, and we'll, we'll talk about this later. Like you said, they're looking for those shooting guards, and apparently those are very hard to come by. Yeah. Um, apparently they're all in Golden State. <laughs> or just California in general. Just California in general, exactly. Um, another another big surprise is, well, we'll just talk about the bubble and stuff like that. The, the Nets, the Pistons, the Bulls, the Magic, they're, they're kind of floating near the end there. Do you see any, any really big big shake up here you think anyone's gonna fall out anyone's gonna come forward pistons will probably drop a good bit with with blake leaving yeah. the bulls might make a push then but i don't know nets it's kind of surprising to see them at the bottom but i guess that's they're what missing happens. a piece yeah that's yeah. what happens when your starter uh Kyrie doesn't play so yeah and then proceeds to call out <laughs> the teammates as soon as he does start playing come on man come on <sighs> Um, one thing I think is interesting is that the Knicks are not the worst team in the NBA. Somehow, somehow, some way, they're just above the worst team, <laughs> like we mentioned earlier, the Hawks. Um, a lot of trade bait in uh, New York right now. Uh, reports came out that uh, New York is willing to trade the entire roster except for Mitchell Robinson and um, R.J. Barrett. So, <laughs> When Josh kind of talked about that in one of our earlier episodes, mm-hmm. Josh Rodriguez, he said that's probably their whole plan when they yeah. sign all those power forwards and centers. It's just a, that's a good idea. Trade. I yeah. mean, a lot of reports came out. They're looking at Marcus Morris, who's over there. So, And Julius Randle, obviously. Um, Maybe he'll go to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. With all his Laker buddies. <laughs> but it's in, it's gonna be tough because like they can't really make a push this year because they're they're sitting with a, about eleven wins and the Bucks have about thirty eight right now. Yeah. So uh, I don't see a huge shift there. Is there ever gonna be a time where we actually say the words, "Wow, the Knicks are making a push"? No. No, I agree. Uh, under the current. Sorry, uh, Spike Lee. Yeah. <laughs> under the current. Uh, leadership of James Dolan, I highly doubt that. It's kind of a 
You don't want to be there right now. <laughs> but anyway, moving over to the Western Conference, we're looking at the Lakers kind of hanging out there near the top. The Nuggets, Clippers, they're all floating up there at the top. Middle of the pack, you got people like the Thunder, Rockets, Mavericks, Jazz. What is... Tell me one thing you're surprised about that. Thunder. The Thunder. Thunder, 100% surprised. Everyone's been surprised about that. I agree. I mean, one thing that I always said at the beginning, and I got laughed at, I did. I said, do not be wary of the Thunder. You have Chris Paul, Stephen Adams, Gallinari, and this this guy, this guy from the Clippers, Shai Gilgis Alexander. He's great. He yeah. was great in the. He was great playing for LA. Obviously, he was a rookie, but he, he showed promise, and he's really stepped into that role. Maybe Gallinari and him—that was the best thing that could happen for their career. Honestly, it's possible. Yeah, it is possible. Another thing that surprises me is the Rockets are kind of the middle of the pack now. Did we kind of predict this? I didn't think middle of the pack. They were pretty far down a couple yeah. of weeks ago. So I mean, crazy times, wild wild west, like we said before. But maybe they'll continue. They just needed a couple 20 games to work out team chemistry and figure yes. out how to play together. Yeah, I think when we first saw that Russell Westbrook was traded to the uh, Rockets, I almost called it the Hardens because that's, <laughs> that's essentially what it is still. what it is. We were all like, hmm, how is this going to work? And you know what? It kind of worked out exactly the way we thought. Right. There's a lot of shots being taken, but only a few are going through the hoop. Well, from Russell Westbrook, of course. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. He He's not putting up the same numbers he was for the Thunder. And it's kind of, I mean, and for fans of him, it's kind of disappointing, I'm sure. But that's what happens when you have two like ball hog yeah, players, star players on the team. I heard that they're actually trying to get Kyrie Irving on there, too. Really? Wow. <laughs> they're just going to throw three balls on the court and just see what happens. Fight! Sorry, Rocket fans. <laughs> There's, a, there's been a lot of flack. A lot of people call out. Um, I know Kendrick Perkins on Twitter uh, called out uh, Mike D'Antoni. And he said, listen, they're just letting him shoot. He's not calling any plays. Where, when do we start pointing the finger at him? Do we do we address the coach in this situation? I mean, I think there's a time and place when you, the coach does need to step up. And, and, like, it's not always the coach's fault when the team sucks. But sometimes the, it is the coach's fault. And, and this might be one of those situations. They were doing so well last year. And then you put another star player on, you would think he would learn how to coach that. But... I mean, sitting in the middle of the pack, bottom middle of the pack, mm-hmm. I guess he still has a lot of games to go to learn. That's true. That's true. And then the Jazz, the Jordan Clarkson effect. Since the Jazz traded for Jordan Clarkson, they've won like 80% of their games. Yeah, it's been crazy. And now Mike Conley just came back. So he was he was out for a very long time with a hamstring injury. And we need, we we kind of predicted at the beginning of the season that this would be great for the Jazz, and it didn't seem like everything sort of clicked. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, maybe they found something. It is crazy. Like you have all off season to prepare, and I know like a lot of players get traded halfway through off season and stuff like that, so you have a shorter amount. Like for the the Rockets and the Jazz, for example, they they got the, their star players halfway through the off season, so they had less time to prepare and like form that team chemistry. But it's crazy, like, you don't start forming that until you actually start playing the games. And that's when it matters the most. You yeah. would think you come out hot and ready, like the Lakers, Clippers. Mm-hmm. But I agree. But, I mean, it's working. They're still, in, in, if the playoffs started now, they'd both be in they'd the playoffs. Be in, they'd be in it. And then we'll talk about those bubble teams. Got the Grizzlies. We barely make it in in the playoffs right now if we start right now, obviously. But, I mean, Grizzlies, that's still pretty that's, surprising. That is pretty they're, surprising. They're on a little bit of a hot streak right yeah. now. I'm still waiting for them to start um, a starting five with all the players that start with the letter J, because um, they have like 12 of them on right. the team. 
I'm just waiting. Like, I'm sure that would be like some ESPN record. Oh yeah, they'd probably make a thirty for thirty. Yeah, got it. <laughs> the road to the J. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the Sun Spurs Trailblazers. What? What? Who would have thought? that adding Carmelo Anthony would have bumped them up three spaces from the bottom. Still wouldn't make the playoffs, but what's going on? Melo's been hot. It's 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 nice to see all these like quote unquote older players performing so well. Like Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul. Yep. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, I mean like from that like I guess generation we can say or or like that yeah. draft era era like doing so well like yeah. it, it's great it's like a rebranding of the nba <laughs> throwback time throwback yeah throwback they're, jerseys they're doing the throwback, throwback jerseys throwing back the old people nice <laughs> throwing back the old people nice uh, another team that i'm surprised by is the suns i think we all expected them to do pretty bad devin booker's obviously put the team on his back uh, DeAndre Ayton's still looking for his role after his PED scandal, um, but I don't know. I really want them to make the playoffs. I told you the Suns were going to be better than Timberwolves, and right now they're like four or five teams ahead. So You did say that because the Timberwolves are way down there. But at the time we said it, I mean, the, they were neck and neck mm-hmm. in the middle of the pack, and now Timberwolves are dropping. That is true. Speaking of the Timberwolves, let's talk really briefly about some of the trades that have happened up to this point when we're recording. Jeff T got traded back to Atlanta. He was originally with Atlanta for, who was it, Alan Crabb? Yeah, so they traded Alan Crabb uh, and then Jeff Teague and another player from the Timberwolves. And they did a little swap room. I think the idea was for the Timberwolves to make some room as far as cap space goes. Unfortunately, they somehow traded for someone with a worse contract. <laughs> yeah, it was an awful trade. Yeah, absolutely. So Just money terms. And speaking of money, it was it was not the best. Well, speaking of players as well. Yeah. Because Alan Crabb's not a good player. <laughs> He does have a pretty bad contract. Yeah. So and he can't what he can't be traded yeah. with another player. Yeah. So he's not part of a bundle. It's it's him or nothing. <laughs> um. So you you're losing your point guard. One of your point guards in the Timberwolves. They needed a point guard. I don't I don't know if y'all know this Minnesota. You need it. You need a point guard. And you traded him to be the backup to Trey Young. What? What is going on? A lot of people are talking about the Timberwolves are going to make a push for D'Angelo Russell. Do you see this happening? I don't know. I, I think a lot would have to happen. It would be cool to see D'Angelo and Cat play together. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if it could happen. Money-wise, I don't think it can. You're going to have to bring in another trade or another team, uh, like a three-way team trade that has a lot of cap space. Yeah. Like the Kings or like the Hawks. Oh, wait. They just traded with the Hawks. And I don't know if the Warriors would want to do that either because yeah. they're kind of setting themselves up for next year to to be back in the push and everything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So, but where does D'Angelo Russell fit in? I I don't know. Like like we said, move Clay to that more small forward and then two point guards or just have three guards. Three guards, two centers, two forward center. Yeah. I don't know. I just change the way you play the game. Yeah. Team ball, I mean. <laughs> yeah. If you're playing team ball, do you need positions? I don't know. How about this trade? Carl Anthony Towns for D'Angelo Russell. That'd be pretty good. I mean, I think the Warriors would definitely become a force to be reckoned, reckoned with again. Yeah. Because this season, they wouldn't have to wait for next well, year. Yeah, it would have to be next season. But, I mean, you surround Carl Anthony Towns with Clay Tom- a healthy Clay Thompson, a healthy Steph Curry. Um Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> like, yeah. He's there still, so, yeah. <laughs> Averaging a quintuple single. Yeah. It just grows every day we talk every, about it. Every game it gets bigger. He, he's trying to, boy, uh, trying, trying to join the Trillion Club, which is like all zeros on his stat sheet. <laughs> 
All zeros. He's doing a pretty good job so far. Yeah, he's close. He's close. So another kind of interesting trade, and I think this is more from the money perspective, is the Trailblazers decided to trade with the Kings. The he- the headliner, I guess the trade that was centered around, was uh, Trevor Ariza, who did great uh, when he was on the Rockets. Yep. And the Suns, not so much the Wizards and the... Who was he just came from? The Kings. Kings. So he's just kind of hanging out, basically. Definitely a shell of his older self. But something interesting, between him and Tolliver, another guy who was traded... They've been on every single NBA team or something like that. Yeah. No, excuse me, half the league, half the league. That's a lot. Yeah. 15 teams? They're doing that Vince Carter tour. <laughs> the, the farewell tour that it's <laughs> turning out to be. So they traded with Sacramento for Trevor Ariza, and it was more for money for Portland. They're, I guess they're, they're definitely lowering their luxury tax, but they're trying to get, maybe they're trying to push for another player. They have enough pieces. I don't know. That might be too much. Like, do they have too many like big-name players right now? Like, you have C.J. McCollum, Mm -hmm. and then they just got Hassan Whiteside, and he hasn't really shaped out to be that great. And then they have Damian Lillard, and, I mean, do you think if they get another, like, big-name star player, that would be too much friction on the court? Well, let me ask you this. Do they need a big-name star player, or do they need the piece that they're missing? I guess the piece that they're missing, but if they're clearing all this cap space, I mean... It, are they going for the mm. piece that they're missing, or are they going That's for? True. I mean, maybe they're going for like a player like Sabonis, who mm-hmm. has like shown great potential, and then just needs to be traded to that team to Ooh. be doing even better. Interesting. Well, let's go to our sideline reporter, Kyrie Irving. He's an expert on pieces. Kyrie, yeah. what do you think? Do you need an extra piece? I need all the pieces. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Um, yeah, Savonis would be an interesting trade. I think Hassan Whiteside, definitely, he's, he's okay. He just hasn't, I, I feel like he hasn't shaped up to be as good as he was on the Heat, so. Okay, like, but I think I was definitely in that category, and I, I thought about it a little bit more, and it's like, do we expect him to be to be that great? Surrounded by, like, Lillard, now Anthony, McCollum, people who are just shooting a lot more. He's great at rebounding, I think, and I think his numbers, they're definitely worse than they were uh, in Miami. But is that because there's not a lot of people? There wasn't a lot of star power in Miami when compared to Portland? Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like if you're known to be a high-caliber athlete, you should probably keep it up while you get traded. You, well, know, you are traded to another team because you're a star player. That's true. So they're expecting you to stay and have that star player mentality. Hey, I'm all for it. Maybe they'll go make a push for LaMarcus Aldridge and have Ooh. him back to Portland, and then they can he can just retire there. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Very cool. So that's kind of what's happened thus far. Yeah, the trade deadline's February 6th, so we're probably going to see a lot more stuff happening, especially February 5th, the day before, because I feel like moments before the deadline, teams are making huge pushes. And for me, it's always cool to see those three-way team trades, so I'm happy (laughs) for the potential of that. I know they don't happen that often, but hopefully there'll be one or two this year. Just once in a blue moon. Yeah. And we're not talking mango wheat. <laughs> so, uh, Nick, I want to ask you some questions. Here we go. All right. If you were... So I'm going to give you the player, and I want you to put yourselves in the shoes of the general manager, the owner, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I want you to think about, like, what, would you be willing to trade this person for who, whoever you could get? Just just in general, would you, be, would you want to trade this person? All okay. right. First up, Kyle Kuzma. I don't know. Kyle Kuzma, I feel like they're, they're trying to... Make him like a great player and kind of like morph him to be like a great LA Laker player because like he was the one receiving the lottery pick for for the Lakers and stuff like that. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like I kind of think about stuff like this that probably 
doesn't really impact the grand scheme of things. So like, maybe I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe. So maybe they'd be willing. I, I guess if the price is right, anyone would be willing to trade anyone. It's true. Especially but, LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> I think LeBron really hasn't like, I, I think he's kind of stepped away from that GM. Like everyone's calls him like the GM of the Cavs when he was there. But yeah. I feel like he hasn't had to do that this year, these past couple seasons. And it's been great for him. You so. know why, right? Why? Because their team's winning. <laughs> and you just wait and there's someone who can do it in the front office for him he doesn't have to do it it's true i mean when you give up the the next three decades of the lakers yeah. for anthony <laughs> davis yeah sure okay so if the price is right for kuzma you yeah trade him but for the for for the most part you think he's being groomed to take on the mantle of the next laker maybe the next laker or i mean anthony davis is definitely being groomed to take on the next laker mm-hmm. so maybe anthony davis's younger brother yeah <laughs> Anthony Davis, the lesser. <laughs> okay, Kevin Love. I'd like to see him out of Cleveland. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he's not doing that great, like as as good as he was mm-hmm. um, in Minnesota. So, I I feel like, and he just signed a new contract this year. So it's kind of, he's, he's kind of got a high price on his head. Well, it's a big contract too. Yeah. Um, I think he should get out. I think he. I don't know. I think obviously his stats definitely took. No decline because LeBron left. Yeah. We'll call it that. And there was just so much shakeup in the Cavs roster. And then even like, he's not surrounded by great players. Yeah. It's a simple Yeah, Tristan Thompson and then uh, Colin Seaton. Is that his name? Yeah. Or so, Sexton or something Sex, like that. Yeah, whatever. So, um, I mean, he's, they're they're aight, but. Yeah. I mean, they're in the NBA. Don't yeah. get us wrong. <laughs> but they're on the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, and there's a reason we're talking about trading Kevin Love. I think he would, I think. If Phoenix were to make a push for him, mm. I think that would work. I'm just saying. You said the Timberwolves earlier. Do you think he could somehow skedaddle back over Go there? Back. I don't know if he'd want to. I mean, you think? yeah. I mean, it's pretty cold over there. Yeah, it's cold. It's also cold in Cleveland. I don't know where it's colder. Probably Minnesota. Probably, yeah. It's cold like a Sprite soda. Yeah. Little Yachty. <laughs> Little boat. <laughs> Andre Drummond, we kind of already talked about this. Do you trade him? Do you keep him? Do you roll the dice? I say trade him because... So it's his last year, like we said, or he's got the player option. So he's probably going to leave this year and go somewhere else just because they have Detroit hasn't performed as well as I think he was hoping they would. Yeah, they've made the playoffs, but they haven't gone too far in the playoffs. When you're having to play the number one team, it kind of sucks for them. Oh, yeah. So I, I think he's gone this year. So what I would do is I would... I would want to get someone in return for him. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd make a push for to, to get someone someone good or equally as good or, or a couple players to rebuild and add to like like Blake Griffin when he gets better. Mm-hmm. So Oh, man. That's going to be that's – a, that's a tough one. It I think we kind of saw this – history repeats itself. I will yeah. say that. We kind of saw this with Anthony Davis. It was clear he was going to leave. It's – Andre Drummond has not had anything nice to say. He hasn't. He's been pretty quiet. Yet, but he hasn't said anything good about where he's at right now. But he now. hasn't been as bad as Anthony Davis. Correct. Was. He hasn't been wearing shirts that say "Get me out of here" or whatever Anthony Davis did. But I think if I were in the shoes of the GM in the Pistons in Detroit, um, I would see what I can get. Yeah. Uh, definitely open those trade talks because listen, this dude's clearly gonna walk. Yeah. They haven't. A broken Blake Griffin, an aging Derrick Rose, which, I mean, Derrick Rose is apparently like fine wine. He gets he better. Go, yeah, that, I should have added him to the list because, I yeah. mean, he's doing great. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the, the Pistons definitely need to call the Pelicans and get some tips to see. Because David Griffin obviously <laughs> yeah. knows what he's he doing. He knows what he's doing, man. He's, he's, uh, he's doing At one point, he did it from the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving to Ben Simmons. What do you think? 
I don't know if, if the Sixers would get rid of Ben Simmons because, like, they see the Ben Simmons and Embiid as their star players. So, I mean, go back to the, if the price is right, anyone is available. Mm-hmm. So maybe, but I think they would would try and add uh, another shooter before they got yeah. rid of Ben Simmons. The only thing that I would advise Ben Simmons to do is to shoot the ball. Yeah, if you want to. Even if you miss, just show that you're willing to shoot the ball. Oh my gosh! God. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when he shoots the three, sometimes they go in. So just practice a little more. <laughs> that is exactly what happens. <laughs> You've played basketball before, haven't you? Two K. Two K. Got that green light. Um, yeah. If I, I mean, someone called me about Ben Simmons, I'd listen. I mean, you got Joel Embiid. What team got, do you have though? Um, I have the Charleston. There's only one person on my team. That's myself. Oh, you would want to play with Ben Simmons? Yeah, there's only one person on my team. I need five at least. (laughs) But yeah, like just like you were saying, they need a shooting guard. They need someone who at least is going to try and shoot. Yeah, that way. And they've been looking at Robert Covington. Apparently, surprisingly, Robert Covington is the is the man that everyone wants this trade deadline because he can shoot and he can play defense. There's, I mean, it's rare that you see either of those and even more so a combination of them. Yeah. So, if I was Philly, I'd be listening, but the price the price has got to be right. I mean, it's clearly got to be high. This man can this man can play. Okay, last one. D'Angelo Russell. Are you picking up the phone? No. No? No. Sticking with it, huh? I, I say stick with it, and then just next year be ready to play pretty much small ball. Yeah. I mean, they, they, the thing is, he hasn't really even got, gotten to play with Steph. So, like, we can't, we haven't seen how great of a team mm-hmm. they can be without Clay, with Steph, Steph and D'Lo. So, yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, we haven't seen the Warriors roster at its fullest potential. Uh, we've seen their rookie class. That's about it. Yeah. Draymond Green. And if they're keeping the way they're doing now, I mean, they're going to get a lottery pick. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll be nice for them. They mm-hmm. can just maybe trade. Use that to trade yeah. eventually? I don't know. Right now they're projected for LaMelo Ball. That'll be interesting. That would be something. Uh, it would be just another guard that they have. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can trade D'Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or trade for Lee Angelo. Maybe all the Ball brothers would be. <laughs> <laughs> We're back! <laughs> and the staff plays center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Is there anyone else that you think like that is on the trade block that you'd listen to offers for? For me, I think Aaron Gordon. I, you think? I, I would. I'd be listening. Uh, and kind of the same kind of thing with Blake Griffin. I'd be listening, um, but it would have to be a big offer. A lot more, a lot bigger offer for maybe Aaron Gordon than uh, Blake Griffin considering the injuries. But I don't know because they're like lower middle of the pack right now if the playoffs started. So I don't see them tanking. So it would have to be yeah. like a great, pretty oh, yeah. great player. Absolutely. And their point yard just got, I think he's out indefinitely. But Fultz has been doing so much better, so yeah. maybe they just waited out. Maybe I don't know. Do. I don't know. It looks like the uh, the magic is the Lakers' kryptonite, so could happen. Markel Fultz showing up, showing out. Another person that I could see being traded, or the Wizards. You can't trade Bradley Beal, but I think they would trade for someone. Yeah, to kind of get someone to help Bradley Beal while yeah. John Wall is out for the rest of his life. Um. <laughs> Dancing like the Joker. <laughs> So, yeah, to, to get someone to help, but I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know who. Like, would, would they trade for John Wall? I doubt it, because John Wall's like their, yeah. their franchise player, so. Is he, though? Is Bradley Beal not? That was their goal, is for him to be their franchise player. I mean, it's not, it hasn't shaped up that way just because John Wall's been injured forever, mm-hmm. but. Well. I don't know. We have a growing fan base in D.C., so why don't you guys let us yeah, know? Yeah, let us know. Another team that I could see 
trading up Miami. Yeah, I, I see them them making a trade to get that further push for the playoffs. Who do you who do you see? We talked about it a little bit. I, I think Drummond's a possibility to go. I think Drummond, Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Well, they kind of need to fill that kind of center spot because right yeah, now they are cent- like small ball. Like yeah. Saying. Yeah, um, they don't really have any power forwards or centers. Mm-hmm. Like, they have Bam, who's been doing phenomenal. Oh, yeah. He's been but, great. Uh, but he's six seven. Yeah. And that's that's on the shorter side for a yeah. center, no doubt. Uh, especially against like Joel Embiid, seven foot. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, seven foot. Nikola Jokic, seven foot. I can keep going if yeah. you want. No, that's okay. fine. <laughs> Maybe they trade to the Mavs um, and get Bobby. Yeah, but... I mean, if we're going tall, he's the tallest player that's in the league right now. <laughs> that's true. Bring Yao Ming out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just as good. <laughs> the thing with Bobby is, like, he doesn't play a whole lot. He's and... just got to stand there. Yeah, it's true. Put his hands up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm puppy guarding. I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't just stand in front of the basket. <laughs> Unless you're in the NBA. Yeah. Eight and a half foot tall. Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, the Lakers, I could see them trading for another shooting guard. Or a point guard, rather. Not a shooting guard. Yeah. I mean, you got Rondo or this guy, Avery Bradley. Who's that guy? And you have uh, Danny Green right now, too. So Yeah. So they don't need a yeah. shooting guard, per se. Yeah. But point guard, I saw something like Derrick Rose, maybe. But that's that's going to require another, that's another three-team trade. Yeah. Devin Booker, I saw. That would be interesting. Yeah. The Suns would, I don't know, that implode. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've kind of been using, ESPN has this really cool uh, NBA trade machine, and mm-hmm. we've kind of been plugging them in and testing out things that will work. We stayed up super late last Absolutely. night. Like our jobs depended on it <laughs> to try and figure out how trades could work. Um, so if you are looking for a trade expert, you can ask us, and we will stay up very late to produce <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Or you could do it yourself, ESPN NBA trade machine. That's right. Uh, one of the fun things that we tried was trading an entire team, <laughs> and somehow, just based on location, um, the projected wins for one like negative nineteen. Yeah, so it'll tell you like how the trade will impact the wins, and that one definitely somehow <laughs> made the team a whole lot worse. It's a lot more humid in the southern area. Yeah, the ball doesn't about. travel. The coach, <laughs> yeah. maybe I don't know. Yeah. Oh, maybe. It, Takes into account the coach. I didn't think about that. I don't know. Strength of schedule? Dang. ESPN Traders machine. So smart. So yeah. smart. <laughs> Maybe we're giving it more credit than it actually deserves. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been fun. Uh, if you do have free time, try it out. Uh, we don't understand a lot of the, as far as cap space, luxury tax. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of information on that. Uh, we can tell it to you. But it's fun to try. It's fun to try. Yeah, it is fun to play around with. So are there any other big trades you think might happen? Honestly... I don't know. I think we really just talked about the entire league. I don't know. I think the Monstars might make a push here really? in the later later part. Who do you think they're going to look, look at? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll grab some players that are retired, like... Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Bill maybe. Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> Muggsy. <laughs> Muggsy. <laughs> Chuck Barkley. Yeah, Larry Bird. Birdman. Yeah. Larry Legend. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Only if he grows the mustache back. He has to, and the fro. And the fro? It gives him the, the Was ability. it a fro, though? Or was it more like a poofy mullet? <laughs> poofy fro mullet. Uh, I think it was just a... I'm no, going to go with mullet. No, Final no not mullet. No, just poofy fro curly hair. Mustache. <laughs> We're talking about his mustache, right? Cool, cool band name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Cool, man. All right, Nick, hit us with that fun fact, boy. All right, since Carmelo Anthony has been, uh, sorry, since Carmelo Anthony has you know been relevant recently, which is great. Uh, talk a little bit about him. So okay. apparently, when he was in school, like elementary school, middle school, and stuff like that, he was considered the class clown. Really? Yeah. For some reason, he would uh, get in trouble because he introduced himself as Tyrone. Tyrone. Yeah. Why? His reasoning: they couldn't pronounce Carmelo. Oh my gosh! Really? They couldn't pronounce Carmelo? <laughs> well, they can pronounce Tyrone. I almost messed up saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, geez. I feel like that's a little harder. Us and they're not related at all. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, Why would he not just say mellow? I mean, it's mellow. caught on now. Yeah, that's what we call him now. Why weren't you called then? <laughs> Tyrone. <laughs> so next time you guys see Carmelo Anthony, just call him Tyrone. <laughs> Class clown Tyrone. <laughs> hey, Tyrone. <laughs> that's fine. That's a good fun fact. I've yeah. never actually heard anything about that before. So sweet. That's that's pretty much all we got. The Expect a lot more trades in the future. We got some great interviews. Yeah, we got some awesome all-star interviews lined up here mm-hmm. in the future, so be listening for those. Should we give them a little sneak peek? Should we, like... Nah, we'll keep nah, them on we'll that to the seat. Keep it on the DL. <laughs> that was down low. Yeah. Oh, not D'Angelo Russell. Aw, oh, see what you did there. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, congratulations. You're our favorite fan. And don't forget to tell your friends. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your coworkers. And if you want stickers, we'll send them to you. Give us, we'll give us one of those good ratings on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us. Uh, and yeah, we love you forever. Anything else you want to say? You said it. Come so on, say something. We love you forever. And we have some t-shirts now. So if you guys want to order t-shirts, you can do that. Uh, they're $15 if you're in the Greenville, South Carolina area. Um, and we can ship them to you for five extra dollars, so twenty total. Just let us know. You can send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter, or send us an email, cardboardboxseatspod at gmail. And we'd love to hook you guys up with some swag. There you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to get your pets spayed and neutered.